A review of Ken Burns' new docuseries has said, At its heart, the film says country music is a storytelling tradition driven by the tensions that have shaped American history itself between races and genders, between city and country, between Saturday night's sin and Sunday morning salvation. The music you just heard was a clip from the song, Can the Circle Be Unbroken, recorded by the Carter family, one of the founding artists in country music. This podcast is titled, The History and Origin of Country and Western Music and the Culture and Stereotypes Behind It. I'm Liz Jonjak. And I'm Amanda Karnatz. This podcast is intended for Education Studies 350 at Lawrence University for our professor, Stuart Perkey. We will begin by speaking on the history of country music. Country music originated in rural areas of the South and West. The original term for country music was actually hillbilly music. Yeah, from an online lesson, I learned that country music um, was developed by merging folk music traditions of England, Scotland, and Ireland from the Appalachian region of the United States with popular music of the early 20th century and African-American musical traditions like the blues. Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family were the first big names of country. In fact, a lot of families in the 1920s moved to Atlanta from the Appalachian region to find better jobs and brought the music with them. Honky-tonk and Western Swing also have influences in country music. Western Swing combines country music medleys and Western music with swing and Dixieland jazz. While honky-tonk was developed in the saloons and bars of the South and Southwest, usually written to appeal to working class who were coming to the bars after work. When country music moved to the Nashville areas in the 1940, honky-tonk became the most popular form of country. Hank Williams is one of the biggest names from this time period. Moving on from there, in the 1970s, country music became more like a popular music of the time as electric guitars made their way into the music instead of the traditional instruments that were used. There were also a lot of new crossover artists in country, like Dolly Parton, who had hits in both the country and the pop genre. Now we're going to talk about what country is like today. Country music has been around for almost 100 years. When country first started, it was sad and slow ballads that some would say were easy listening tunes. But nowadays, it has evolved into sounding like a mix of rock and pop music. Country music had stars such as Johnny Cash that would have a bluegrass tone. This is an example of a song written by Johnny Cash called I Walk the Line. Think of music you may normally hear in country taverns or bars, but later country pop would begin to emerge with artists such as Dolly Parton. Now today country has become more rock based with country stars such as Luke Bryan and Blake Shelton. Their songs focus on themes of partying, summer sunshine, and a pretty girl they are in love with. We can truly see that in today's music. Who are some of the top country artists? As of 2019, the top 10 country artists, according to the Billboard Top Artists, were Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Kane Brown, Thomas Rhett, Florida Georgia Line, Chris Stapleton, Morgan Whalen, 
Marin Morris, Jason Aldean, and Blake Shelton. Here are two quick qu clips of music of Luke Combs and Dan and Shay, the top two country artists of 2019. The first is Luke Combs and with the title, Beer Never Broke My Heart. This next song is Speechless by Dan and Shay. You say you'll be down to fight. The smell of your perfume is floating down the stairs. You're fixing up your hair like you do. Next, we will talk about why we ourselves enjoy country music. Why do we listen to country music ourselves? Well, for me personally, I just flat out enjoy the music. I grew up on a ranch and this was the music that was always playing on the truck driving from place to place and I just enjoy it so much I can't say anything else about it. For me it was something that allowed me to relate back to the daily chores and different things we'd have to do on the ranch every day and their lyrics were something that I could really relate to for the most part not including several other things that were talking about booze or women as I was a young child. But this is one of my favorite songs. It's called When It Rains, It Pours, and it's by Luke Combs. Country music has really allowed me to create a connection with family members, such as my dad. He was one of my favorite people to ride in the truck with as we'd often listen to country music while we were doing chores around the ranch. So for me, one of the reasons why I listen to country music, um, it's just something that's really easy to listen to. Um, you know, you can put it on in the background and it's nothing that's gonna be too distracting. Um, and it's great to feel a connection with like my childhood through it. Um, I guess like, you know, it's about like traditional family values for me and um, connecting with family members. Uh, my mom and I listen to country music all the time in the car or like at home. And it's something that we can both relate to. And whenever I'm in the car with my whole family, it's the music that gets turned on the radio usually. Um, so it's something that we all connect with. Um, and one of my favorite country songs is Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. And here it is. You know there's a light that glows by the front door. Don't forget the keys under the mat. Childhood stars shine. Always stay humble and kind. Now that we have explained the history of country music and said why we ourselves listen to country, we can investigate the many stereotypes in country music. The first stereotype that comes forward when one thinks of country is everyone that listens to country music is a hick or a redneck. The next stereotype we encounter is the idea that country music all sounds the same. The idea behind us is all the lyrics all cover the same ideas. These ideas include beer, trucks, and girls. There's another stereotype that if you play a country song backwards, you will get your dog back 
and your woman back and your truck back. Next, people think that only people from the South like country music. We also encounter this idea that country musicians are not real musicians. There is another stereotype that because the music is so simple, fans and listeners are not that smart because the music is that simple. The other stereotype is only people who listen to country are people who grew up on farms. The last stereotype we'll be looking at is this idea that people who like country enjoy every moment, drink way too much, and think that life is a party. Now we will look into specific reasons and examples of why people hate country music. One reason people dislike country is because they associate the music with hicks or rednecks. About 42% of the U.S. population listens to country music. This is a big percentage of the population as it shows almost half of the people in the U.S. listen to country. The other thing that this stereotype assumes is that just because country has its roots in rural areas doesn't mean that other people listen to it. However, country moved to big cities across the U.S. from those rural areas. Also, country is now infused with many other genres of music. What about the stereotype that country music all sounds the same? This stereotype also connects to the stereotype that country music is simple. Even though the structure may look simple, the songs are repetitive and repetition in music is important because it brings listeners back to the main theme of the song. This allows people to see that country music is trying to represent simple things in life that can join together our diverse society. This also relates to the stereotype that if you play a country song backwards, you will get your dog back and your woman back and your truck back. Country music focuses on everyday aspects of people's lives so anyone can create a connection with the music. Everyone can relate to things like losing someone who is close to them and facing those challenges in their lives. What about the stereotypes that only people from the South enjoy country music? As we stated earlier, 42% of the U.S. population listens to country music, so it cannot just be found in the South. In addition, country music has roots in rural areas, which can be found all over the U.S. Also, the stereotype that country music is simple connects to the idea that country musicians are not real musicians. Because country music is not part of the Western classical music, People assume it's simple, but it is simple so people can relate to it. This also connects to the stereotype of listeners not being smart because the music is simple. However, when you are looking to connect with something, it doesn't have to be super complex. What is important is your ability to connect with it. Yes, I think this connects well with the stereotype about only people who live on farms listen to country music. Once again, we can see a wide variety of people who listen to country because of the crossover into other genres of music, like pop and rock music. The last stereotype is about people thinking that life is a party. However, the stereotype may not necessarily be a bad thing, because people should be allowed to enjoy their life. Now we will interview some people asking them two main questions. Where do they think country music originates from? And what stereotypes do they think surround country music? So I'm here interviewing Rochelle. Um, Rochelle, what do you think a stereotype is about country music, and what do you know about the history of country music? Well, um, one stereotype I think um, a lot of people relate to country music is that everyone is cowboys, you know, like cowboy people listen to that, maybe farm people, people from the south, but honestly, anyone can listen to country music. Um, history, I don't know much about country music. Maybe that is from the south. Um, 
yeah, and you know, some, some country music that I've heard is pretty nice. Thank you, Rochelle. Hi, I'm here with Summer. And Summer, I'm going to ask you first, where do you think the history of country started and how? Uh, I would say somewhere in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, or down south. My, my guess. It's a very good guess. And can you tell me a stereotype about country? Um, when I think about country music, uh, I think about yee-yee country, or like cowboys, I would say. Um, Okay, I'm here with Lexi. Um, Lexi, what do you think is a stereotype about country music? Um, I think a big stereotype is it's very southern, um, people with cowboy boots who play banjos, very grassroots movements, farmers, things like that. Nice. And then what do you think, um, like, where did country originate? Um, based on stereotypes I've heard, I would say somewhere in the south, um, very grassroots movements, very rural areas, things like that. I'm here with Maria. Now, Maria, where do you think country originates from? I honestly don't know, but I would also guess somewhere in the south, maybe like Georgia or Tennessee. Very good. And where? what is like a country stereotype that you can think of? I think a big stereotype is blue jeans, flannels, cowboy boots, cowboy hats, and those kind of things. Okay, I'm here with Kira. Kira, where do you think country music originated? I think its first roots started with uh, the slaves when they would sing like while they were working, and then the plantation owners picked up on it and they put instruments to it. So it was like from all the jam sessions, and then it caught on with the Western movement. So it's like travel music. Nice. And then, what do you think are some stereotypes about country music? Uh, modern country. It's like jeans and cowboy boots and. Uh, hats and camo. Um, I think if you look at like classic country, it's, you think of like string guitar, banjo, fiddle with drums. These interviews show that people don't exactly know the full history and have varying ideas of where country music originates from. It also shows how many people think that country music comes with the specific stereotype of people being either rednecks or cowboys or from the South. These stereotypes put people in boxes and confine them to one aspect of their lives. These integrated biases allow people to make assumptions before they even have the ability to form an opinion of their own. Stereotypes create prejudice about the people who listen to country music, which is why most people associate listening to country music as a negative thing. These negative outlooks allow people to discriminate against those who listen to country and put all those people who listen into who listen to country into a schema or one big group of people. This schema then plays into people's perception and view of the country genres in general. By associating country with hicks or rednecks or the working class, it can create depersonalization for those people who do listen to country music. Next, we will look into how these views affect the culture. Most people just see country music today as a bunch of white males. However, the roots of country reflect the diversity in our country because it brings together a European fiddle with the black banjo. People also just see country music as males, but one of the founding groups of country, the Carter family, had females in their group. These surface level views of country music not being diverse is what's affecting people's opinions on the music. However, most country artists and artists in general cross over and use many different genres in their music. Country music as a whole focuses on things that can bring people together. 
This, the focus of most country songs is a simple living, traditional family values, and growing up. These values and ideals are things that can bring people together. Now we're going to talk about how we can combat these stereotypes. I think the first step to getting rid of these stereotypes is for people to understand the history of the music and become educated on it. Obviously, being educated isn't the easiest thing, but I think the people in the country industry need to take the first step in recognizing that history. I agree with that, Amanda. I think that it's important to acknowledge these stereotypes and that it is the first step in combating with them. If people can't talk about it, then no changes can be made. For sure. I also think it's important for people to recognize where they come from and how they were raised and why they might have these biases. This has to do with recognizing our own social identities and how it has informed our perspectives. Very true. It's also important to work on institutional changes. If country artists create an environment to talk about these stereotypes and show how people don't fit into these stereotypes, it can create a big change in how our society views country's music. Additionally, I think we can use counter-stereotypic imaging to show how country artists and people who listen to country are not what people assume them to be. For sure. I think it's important to use perspective when we talk about these stereotypes and imagine what the world looks like through the eyes of a stereotype person. The last thing we are going to discuss is the significance of country music and stereotypes within it. The views and stereotypes and the way that it affects the culture is significant as it is in the way in which people view those who like to associate themselves with country music. People who are critics of country music argue that the images of country music are factors of the reinforcements of these stereotypes. Country music needs to be viewed as a music that can bring people together by recognizing the simple things in life. Country music challenges the dominant culture and brings forth conversations that connect everyone in the very polarized society that we are currently living in. Ken Burns is already stating, starting to challenge these stereotypes with a new docuseries he came out with about country music. There is an important quote from Dolly Parton expressing what she thinks about this genre. It's just simple ways of telling stories, experiencing and expressing feelings. You can dance to it. You can cry to it. You can make love to it. You can play it at a funeral. It just really has something in it for everybody, and people relate to it. Barry said another quote in 2000, regardless of one's view of country music, it is as resilient, rebellious, and unique as the culture it represents. Country music makes no excuses or apologies for, the challenging, for challenging the dominant class. It has a freedom and voice to fight against inequalities and injustices that reflect the critical theoristic approach. That concludes our podcast for today. Thank you for listening. We hope that you can take some of these ideas and bring them into your own life and how you view country music. We will now leave you with a quote from Rihanna Giddens. Country music. This is the music of the working class. It is the music of people who don't have a lot of power. We like to talk about the founding fathers a lot, but the people who built this country, that's the people where country and blues comes from. And you don't have American without them.